Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How you doing today, Lulu? Hey everybody, for me and my puppets. <laughs> that never ceases to delight me. I love it so much. well if that didn't fill you in as to what we're going to be talking about today uh, (laughs) i don't know what to tell you um but we are we are going to be talking about cunnilingus and i i wanted to use um some slang terms like we did with blowjob but then i couldn't think of any slang terms for cunnilingus except going down is there other well let's see there are others but there what can is you think of? FaceTime. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like it. <laughs> um, I've heard somebody say um prayer time because most times they think they're like on their knees kind of doing it. Um because FaceTime is on top or or this way, so they consider it both ways. Um Thanking the universe, I've heard a couple of times because I like that. You know, I like that one. I like I like that. That's a very so. <laughs> it's a nice like metaphysical. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Having having your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, pulling up to the dinner table. Some people consider that a plate of food. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, the ones we know going going down or being sat on even because sometimes yeah. going down, you're being sat on. Mm-hmm. FaceTime. I like I like FaceTime and I like thanking the universe. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm, it's a good that's a good one. <laughs> uh, OK, so just lastly, just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors and we are not giving medical advice. If you have any questions or experiencing any issues with STIs, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, please consult a medical professional. Absolutely. So, what is cunnilingus? And a very kind of formal definition, it's oral sex performed on the vulva, which includes the labia, the clitoris, the mons pubis, and surrounding areas. And I just wanted to read something kind of sweet by... L. Chase, oral sex is one of the most intimate sex acts you can take part in, and in many ways it can feel more intimate than penetrative sex. Mm -hmm. It is a vulnerable act in which you relinquish control of your most private and sensitive body part to your partner. Um, And that comes from her book, Curvy Girl Sex Guide. L. Chase is an ACS, CSE certified sexuality educator, body image and pleasure educator, just all around amazing person and i've learned so much from just like scrolling through her instagram and her books and yeah i highly if you are looking for for someone to follow um for your sexual wellness needs she's definitely should be on your list mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Yeah. so i'll be referencing this later but it is fantastic and of course like that statement can apply to oral sex on the penis as well but i thought that was like a nice way to kind of ease into talking about cuddling yes 
I, I, I express it to um, the stress reliever, the, um, the take a breath maker. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, Volvo owners um, don't take breaths enough and they just are doing a thousand and one things. And when you can just release that and let someone suck your soul out, if we were as we would do for the penises, it is a very invigorating thing. And it can be very um, next level. And what I think a lot of people think it's funny and um, may not understand is it's an energy rejuvenation also, I feel, I feel. Mm -hmm. Because you could have had an amazing session and then now you feel like you can get up and start cleaning and start doing it. You're like, oh, yeah, thank you. I feel like I energized the bunny now. I just have all this kind of like energy. They're like, wait a minute. You're not tired? <laughs> yes and no. It's like this thing where I I have this energy now. I want to lay down because I want to bask in whatever happened. But now I feel like I can just go and do things. Thank you so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like a catch-22 because then your partner maybe who's giving is like, wait. I didn't do a good job. You did an amazing job. And thank you for that. That's why I can get up and do all these things now because it was awesome and I feel amazing. And I want to just get up and do things now. Yeah, I really like that you that you talk about like it's an exchange of energy and mm. it can be depleting but also rejuvenating. And yeah, there's just a whole lot of different like sensations and emotions and energies flowing through you. So, okay, let's go through some anatomy and again i'll link to other diagrams for you to see it's just uh not we just want to make sure that like we don't get taken off of youtube for showing something that you know might get flagged sure. yeah. even though it's just anatomical so here is my very anatomically correct diagram of the um vulva and the clitoris so i'll try to walk you through it as best i can um, but know that I will link to other diagrams just in case. So we'll start from the top. We have the clitoral hood moving down to the clitoris. Now the clitoris, you only externally see like a very small protrusion. So you might think it's, you know, a little small nub. But this big blue line here is actually the full size of the clitoris. It surrounds um, the vaginal opening. Um, it can be stimulated um, externally through that little nub at the top, but also kind of internally kind of pushing forward. Mm -hmm. um, we have the labia major, which are the outer vaginal lips. We have, or the outer vulva lips. We have the labia minora, which is the inner vulva lips. Then we have the vaginal opening and the urethra. So for the clitoris, um, as you get more aroused, the clitoris will swell and the hood will kind of push back slightly. So the clitoris and the penis are the same kinds of tissue. And uh, actually Angel Russell goes through um, the similarities between the clitoris and the penis in the um, penis anatomy video we have for people about life. So I'll link to that in the show notes. So, and to mention, the mm -hmm. clitoris has over 8,000 nerve endings. Yes. yes, that is a huge 
important. Amazing. It's its sole function is designed for pleasure. pleasure. That's, yes. that's why it exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and yes, it does exist. And if you pay close attention, you can find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um so clitorises are come in all different shapes and sizes. Some are very small where it's just like that little nub that you see. Others are actually a, a bit longer, but they're all wonderful. And again, they all are designed to give pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and no two clitorises are the same. And so mm-hmm. stimulation of the clitoris can vary between your partners. Like, yes, they, it is designed to be pleasurable, but you need to communicate with your partner about how they want that area to be stimulated. Some are very, very sensitive. Some need a little bit more uh, aggressive stimulation. So you got to be talking and communicating with your partner about what they, what they like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Check in, check in communication. Cause don't be just here. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Please. Mm Please. I saw it was either Instagram or Twitter where someone yeah. was quoted as like, it's not a DJ, a DJ booth. booth. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. No, no, it's people. not. And and they all need to, to be treated differently. Mm-hmm. So one other thing that I want to point out is that this whole area is considered the vulva. Now mm-hmm. you may have like clearly hear, heard it referred to as the vagina. Like, oh, this is my right. vagina. The vagina is actually internal. The vulva is external. So all of this is external except for the, the clitoris. That little nub is external, but that blue part um, is kind of just beneath the surface, but not part of the vagina. The yes. vagina. In here. Yeah. In there is the vagina. Okay. Well, this is vulva. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That puppet is fantastic and has very has come in handy. So the vaginal walls are elastic. They change in in size and shape in response to arousal. And this helps the mm. vagina accommodate a penis, fingers, hands, toys, etc., that might be used for insertion, right? So again, vagina is internal, the vulva is external. Yes. Yes. So when we talk about oral sex for the vulva, the whole vulva can be stimulated during cunnilingus. Um, and I just wanted to, mm-hmm. I just wanted to uh, reference this book, Origenitalism. Ooh, yeah, this right is now, a, that's a mouthful. <laughs> it's it's a good one. It's it's a pretty old book. I think it's out of print. Yeah, it's from 1979. All right. Yeah, it's it's old. So like, if you do find a copy of this, you know, some of the language is is pretty gendered and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's of its time, but yeah, it does go into like extensive detail about how to stimulate the vulva. Weirdly, it was written by someone like the other two books that this person I think has written are about limericks. It's like uh complete <laughs> and then this like very detailed book about fellatio and and maybe um, they maybe they saw a caravan for them. Right. Yeah, they, they found their true passion. There we um, go. So I just wanted to read this little excerpt. Uh, mm-hmm. The clitoris is the obvious target, of course, but one should not begin there. Tantalize them by tugging their pubic hair along the pubic cleft to the clitoris without actually getting there 
except for a few pre preliminary flicks of the tongue from moment to moment. So the reason I chose that is like it talks mm. about it the, do talk. It like, says something to me just now. Teasing, you know, <laughs> before just like clamping on the clip and not letting go. Like, you know, the whole area is very sensitive and you want to build up to that main event. So yeah. That Take is a good techniques. one. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So Lulu, how do you perform Cunnilingus? I mean, I don't perform it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an audience member. <laughs> I watch a lot of them getting performed. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, like you were just saying, um, yeah, start off gently, you know. It's a very sensitive person. Mm -hmm. It's like its own person. We're together, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, go ahead and stroke aside really nicely, get to know it. Then you just come over to the other side. Yeah, that whole you coming straight up here can be a little jarring because it's not warmed up. Mm -hmm. You just come and start, no, stop, don't do that. You know, mm -hmm. really come and give us some attention. Say, ooh, la, la, you know. And side note, please, please, and I know we're going to talk about it, but I have to say, please do not throw judgment on someone if they're not bald, you understand? If they still like their pubic hairs, if they still a person who, for them, it's not an issue, don't make it an issue. You have to find your way around it. If you really want to get to it, you're going to figure it out. You need a map. <laughs> but don't let the person feel, oh, you have hair. That yes, I do, because I'm supposed to, really. You know, yes. like my, it's my protection, actually. Mm -hmm. I think that's supposed to just be out exposed to the world. But um, don't make someone feel bad because they're not bald or this. You know, everybody has their own reasons, own thing, own comfortability. And if someone is comfortable with that, don't make them feel bad about it. If you want it, you're going to find it. Some people like to walk in the jungle, so make it work. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a really, I have an old copy of... Uh, see the joy of sex i think is mm -hmm. like classic classic text um and like all of the illustrations show like full bush for everyone it's beautiful like the illustrations are fantastic but i think in the in the later editions people were kind of upset that like the pubic hair was as tamed and groomed as it mm. as it was which is why i wanted like this the older version right um, but yeah pubic hair is like it's a very personal choice. Yes. Um, you know, you want to make sure that like area is clean, but it's the pubic hair preference is up to the person who it belongs to, I think. Right. Um, yeah, you are. You only come for a visit. You don't come to live here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then, you know, back to the fun stuff, right? Conlingus, right? So um, if you, for whatever reason, feel like you don't want to stimulate the lips here, Please, 
please don't come with your just bare hands. Get a little bit of lube. Please just don't come on and just start rubbing, trying to light a match. Don't. Too oh, my God. I think everything just went when you, you said the light burn. You can get clit burn. Okay? It's an actual thing. You done rubbed and rubbed and rubbed. Now it's swollen. Don't even touch it. You need to put a cold washer rag on it. Don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> and also, please don't rush and stick a whole bunch of fingers in someone's vagina. Everything has to warm up. Even if you see a little little wetness coming, it's not. The area is not warmed up, love. It's not. It needs a good 10 to 15 minutes to really get that motor running. Anything before, it's going to be like, no, no, mm -mm, I don't play with you no more. It's going to do it. And if you're using fingers, make sure your nails are clipped. Oh, and, and clean. clean. Yes. And yes. Please. <laughs> yes. Um, because you can transmit bacteria in there, and then that Please. can lead to a whole bunch of bad situations so yes, just you know make <laughs> sure your hands are clean your nails are clipped wash your hands <laughs> like we've we've been in covid for almost three years now like wash your yes. wash your hands yes. Yes. absolutely <laughs> absolutely okay. so um i just wanted to do a uh what did I want to do? Okay, so I just wanted to go over a position that actually comes from the from L. Chase's book, The Curvy Girl Sex Guide, which I mentioned before, and I'll just yes. hold it up again. Um, so this is called the gift, and I think this is a good like first time position. Mm. So the receiver lies on lies back on the bed with their legs spread and their knees pointing upward. The giver places their face between the receiver's legs to provide oral um, or their, uses their hands to provide manual stimulation. For folks who have fleshier tummies and hips, you can prop up the hips with several firm pillows and this is to quote directly from the, uh, from the description, to present the vulva like the gift that it is. Um, mm. Well, first of all, as I have a sex pillow from Dane, which is freaking amazing, and it will definitely prop it up like the gift that it is. Mm -hmm. What <laughs> position do you would you suggest? I would say the diamond when you have kind of mm -hmm. have your feet together, and these are still out. You know, okay, it's a nice diamond position because maybe you're still not as ready. You know, it's open, it's there because let's think it, it's still very vulnerable. You mm -hmm. know. Even if you're with your partner for many, many moons, it's it, it's still your pearl, you know. And sometimes you're still a little shy about it. You still you like, okay, this it's there, like you know. Because once you once you open it up, it's just like you mm -hmm. feel a piece of breeze pass by, it and you're like, whoa, that's it's amazing. So that butterfly also um, position can really make it look like the flower that it is. You're just like, mm -hmm. hey, here I am. And you can help. You can move it in back and forth, and that kind of gives you stimulation. You know, again, yeah, you having up, having your knees up, whatever. It's fine. I don't know. It's very to each his own, as it will. To each, yeah, sure. 
Sure. And I think, I think about you, the knee thing, I'm just going to put them on your shoulders at this point. I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I made this now crush your head doing that. That's the that we get. Just go like that. It just. Crush your head. Either position, you know, it opens everything up. Mm-hmm. Your partner has full access, but, you know, you have control as to what they're doing down there. Right. And a nice sex pillow will definitely help. Pull them hips up and you just be like, here it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're doing a face ride, doing a FaceTime, and then still right in their face, isn't it? Yep. And you yep. have a lot of control then. <laughs> you see it? You see it now? <laughs> okay. So next question. Um, as the receiver of oral sex, how should I prepare for it? You know, you should definitely wash up. <laughs> great a right um again if you if you feel comfortable however you want your manicure to look on her um you do that you know if you want to trim if you want to want to fluff it out you want to have an afro today whatever it's gonna be you know you know give it a little wash and set whatever <laughs> please don't spray any um feminine things on there no don't don't use douching products don't put like Spray anything, don't put anything like internally mm-hmm. that's gonna because that's gonna cause imbalances the pH, make things a lot less fun. Um, if you feel like you want to warm up, we have some um stimulating lubes and, mm-hmm. and gels and things. If you want to kind of start the motor on that, we'll just kind of bring blood flow to the clitoris and kind of like, hey, we're ready to. Get this party started, you know what I mean? Or put a little flavored lube on it. So you're like, hey, want to see something real quick? You know, <laughs> how is this? Like this flavor? <laughs> it's watermelon. <laughs> and again, we have that three-part series on lube. Yeah, so it's vanilla cream. That has mm-hmm. all... Ooh, that sounds good. Um, that has like all of our recommendations. We have an interview with Tori McCroby from System Joe, and they're like yeah. experts. Like, we've got you covered with what you need to know about lube. So mm-hmm. check out those episodes. Um, but yeah, like a flavored lube or a warming lube. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, those really shouldn't go internally, but externally, mm-hmm. good. Nice yeah. one. Yeah, depending on what you like. Mm-hmm. Cooling one is very awesome as well. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, as for, the giver, I how should I? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. For my um, same vulva owners, you can get a stimulating lip gloss. Also, that will tag in the show notes that you're stimulated. It stimulates your lips, and so when you're giving condolingus, they'll feel that sensation where they'll start to get cooling and tingling and all that. So that's another nice, cute little thing that's to add on something really simple and nice that they didn't want to put a little bit of the lip gloss that's going to do the same thing. Love that. That's on the receiver's end. Something a little, add a little kick to it real fast. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so as the uh, giver of condolingus, how should I prepare for that experience? What should I do? I think a person should make sure their oral is good. Yeah, their oral because, hygiene is on point. Yeah. Um, I don't want my 
pearl to be smelling like the old garbage when you don't take your oral ass. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh, God, that's a terrifying situation. I don't like that at all. I feel like, <laughs> and again, we're not doctors, but um, we will get some more details. But, you know, people would suffer with gingivitis or those things. I don't really think you should be really putting your mouth on people's genitals because, you know, that's it's not good. You have something going on there. It's not. It's not nice. If you have a cold sore, do not do conlingus. Don't do that. It's a sign of a symptom of herpes, and we don't want the other person, you know, to be getting anything. Like, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Say, so, yeah, I'll get you on the next one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we have a whole episode uh, with Angel Russell about STIs. Like, we're not stigmatizing herpes, or uh, yes, you exactly. know, we're, not, we're not trying to stigmatize herpes. But if you can visibly right, see if you're having an outbreak, yeah, say, like hey. that's that's prime time to transmit the virus. So yeah, do some can't you do can it. do other activities, hand yeah, stuff, you know, right. for example. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. lube, with lube. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you should just kind of tack that on to everything we say and add lube. With lube. <laughs> like, how do they add water? Add lube. Just do that. It's- Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what tools or toys can be used to supplement cunnilingus? So I'm just going to say my favorites. I know everybody going to say that, but I'm not going to say that thing. I'm going to say I like air suction toys. That for me feels like the closest or anyone with a little flickering tongue. Okay. But the air pulse is Great for the clitoris. I mean, it's just taking you to, woo, just, mm, it's just nice. <laughs> it's just exciting and new and fun and, and, and yeah, a lot of air pulse toys are really, really good for that. You just. Yep. Yes, I would, <laughs> I would agree. Um, we no real words. <laughs> in I in one of our sex toy episodes, we we go over it, and uh, yeah, I have my recommendation, which I can't think of its name off the top of my head right now, but it's in that episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes like a second because you gotta get that around the clitoris and get comfortable with it, but like once you do, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> forget to add lube. But <laughs> right, do not forget to add lube. Just a little better. bit, and yeah. you don't need a lot, like a, just a little bit to this, you know, get it going. Just, mm-hmm. or you can just go in the shower if it's a uh, IPX7 waterproof. Just go in the shower. Okay, and that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but once once you get it in that right spot, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the same effect if someone was there and you have your legs around them as you showed in the picture because then you'll be sweeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. It's just me. I squeezed my hand. <laughs> like, what happened? I don't know. My wrist hurts now. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <sighs> okay. Cute. We covered STIs, but yes, you can get STIs from giving or receiving any form of oral sex so you do want to take precautions especially when you don't know the sti status of the person that you're with so things like dental dams um would be great to use 
okay, is there anything I shouldn't do when performing or receiving cunnilingus? When given, you should not be rough. <laughs> you should be mindful. This is a very sensitive area. Mm-hmm. And I need it for later. Um, in being the receiver, communication, you know, um, if something doesn't feel comfortable to you, please say something. Nudge, hey, listen, could you not do that one, please? Mm-hmm. I like what you were doing a few minutes ago, but this one, please just stop. Just don't let someone keep going, going, going. Now your poor little pearl is swollen. You need some ice to get the swelling down. It's not fun. Don't do it. (laughs) As the giver, check in. Like you can tell when somebody's body movement has changed, when they feel uncomfortable. Like you could have been all like this. And all of a sudden it's like, Say, oh, is that is that okay? Should I, you know, time in. You can feel when someone doesn't want something anymore. They kind of move away. They're kind of like, ah. And you're still like chasing them around wherever it is on the bed or whatever. You're like, what's happening? I don't really like that anymore. Check in. Both people mm-hmm. check in and yes. give feedback. And I have to be after give feedback now. I don't like that, but I love this. This is kind of uncomfortable. Don't do this. I'm not ready for any fingers or any internal toys or anything because I'm still not all the way warmed up. Can we do a little bit more of this external play before we do it? Mm-hmm. If you're to that level, hey, I need a little more. Can you do a little nipple play with that? Can you multitask it out for me real quick? <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you're using your mouth, your hands are free to touch yes. other parts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Checking in with your partner is essential. It's so essential. Um, whether it's a, a pat on the, the shoulder to like as a form of encouragement or as the giver just being like, hey, is this good? Are you yeah. enjoying yourself? You know, giving those opportunities to increase the comfort level also is an opportunity to increase the pleasure. So consent checking in we say it pretty much every episode absolutely that's that's what makes these things fun mm-hmm. yep absolutely you got that right <laughs> <laughs> okay so do you have any final thoughts before i wrap up the episode um i would say if you want to you know also keep it tight and nice you can Try some Kegel exercises. So can you explain what Kegel exercises are and then what you're holding? Kegels help to strengthen your pelvic floor Mm -hmm. because people don't know, but you can get um, pelvic prolapse. Like your vagina can like fall out, (laughs) you know, quite a bit of a sense. And so we want to strengthen that wall. We want to strengthen, you know, our bodies. We have to work on those muscles. These are basic um, Kegel balls. They come in different weights. So usually if it's your first time doing any kind of Kegel, if you haven't been doing any while we've been sitting here talking, then you're new to Kegels, right? And they usually say start with the heavier one so your body can get used to gripping something. 
because now you're like, oh, wait, I don't want this to fall out. So you usually recommend to start with the heavier balls. And then once you become a professional, you can use the lighter ones because your body now knows what to do and how to be able to hold a lighter item. So, um, and this comes in a whole pack with different strengths, I mean, different weights um, there. So it starts, the smallest one is 1.06 ounce and the heaviest one is 3.88 ounces. So pretty weighty on there. Interesting. Cool. And um, we don't need to be doing it because we all don't, we don't want that. You don't want one day to say, hey, I think my vagina is falling out. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty traumatizing <laughs> experience. So um, yeah, practice your Kegels. Uh, we'll, we'll link to uh, the oral play section on oluluchairybox.com so you can order some of these amazing products. And of course, you can always talk to Lulu too through Box, and she can walk you through the whole process. Of course. Yeah. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you can reach out to us on our new social media accounts. So you can follow us on Twitter at MindfulSexEdPod. Or you can follow us on Instagram. Actually, not or. And follow us on both. And you can follow us on Instagram at MindfulSexEdPodcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring, so please send this episode to a friend, to a family member, to others, um, if you think that they could benefit from listening to us. And, la <laughs> and lastly, check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network. We've got Sex Ed Speakeasy with Angel and Steve Russell. We have Talking About Sex, Tell Me Your Story with host Linnea Marie and Calandra Belfour. They're both fantastic podcasts. And you can visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Bye-bye, everyone. And we will see you next week. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.